0: Welcome, everybody, to episode 360 of the RV podcast.
1: And this week we talk about RV air conditioners, a hack and an upgrade.
2: Welcome fellow travelers, it's time for another episode of the RV Podcast.
3: Answering your questions, sharing tips, suggesting great trips and off-the-beaten-path adventures, and always staying on top of the RV lifestyle news you need to know about with great interviews and inside industry information.
1: Here's your
2: hosts, award-winning journalists Mike and Jennifer Wendland.
1: Hi, everybody. I'm Mike Wendland, and this is my lifelong traveling companion and my bride, Jennifer. Hello, (laughs) Mr. Mike.
0: And uh, we are still in Florida, the Emerald Coast, and the time that we've been here, we've experienced two tropical
1: storms. Two weeks we've been here, two big storms. This last one, uh, kind of the uh, outer ring of Hurricane Ida. Uh, has been quite the storm it really uh, uh, hit on sunday and it lasted all day monday and much of tuesday as well so uh, where we are uh, in the panhandle of florida just a lot of wind and rain and kind of nasty weather but huge
0: beautiful waves
1: yeah but boy just a couple hundred miles to the west of us in new orleans another story and that storm is still causing problems as it, uh, it kind of loses steam but t- tracks up north and east uh, up into the Tennessee Valley. So we hope you guys have been safe. Uh, this is hurricane season down south. Been crazy.
0: And we so appreciate having electricity and not being hit with that storm. And our hearts go out to all those that are suffering right now.
1: Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been crazy. And then as, as we'll talk about in the news of the week then, Still, the fire is out west. Now there's a big one up in, uh, in Minnesota as well. So it's been a summer of crazy, crazy weather. But it is now September. Can you believe that, that we're in September?
0: Yeah, and uh, Labor Day weekend is the symbol of the end of the summer
1: travels. I think we were just saying this is Memorial Day weekend, the start of the summer travel. I just, I can't believe, it. I guess they say the older you get, the faster <laughs> time goes, so... That's it. Probably true. We want to we want to announce a new sweepstakes. You know, we have these giveaways that we do. We try and do two uh, a month, and they each one lasts uh, a period of about two weeks. Well, we've got a great prize this time.
0: We've got a couple of soft start
1: soft start RVs. It's a gadget that is uh, about that big or so. I'm holding about a foot. Uh, long and, you know, I don't know, four or five inches wide. It's a gadget that attaches to your roof-mounted RV air conditioner. And it opens up a whole new world for you if you're a mooch stalker.
0: And I believe they cost about $300 if yep. you were to buy one. And it makes it so that you can plug into a regular outlet.
1: Yep. If you're a mooch at a friend or a relative's driveway you can plug now in with one of these soft start rvs you can plug into the 20 amp you know supply at your in the garage or at your friend's house and you can run your air conditioner which is just a game changer we're giving away three of those to three lucky winners and uh it's through our sweepstakes and all you have to do is enter it doesn't cost you anything to enter the way to enter it is just go to rvlifestyle.com slash sweepstakes. rvlifestyle.com slash sweepstakes. You can enter as many times as you want. We have lots of different ways that you can enter as well.
0: I just find that so incredible that you don't have to have like at a campground uh, the 30 or the 50
1: watt to plug in. 30 amp, yeah, 50 amp, you don't. And, and that really is, uh, it's it really is so great. We have one in our RV. We installed it this summer. And uh, I'm delighted that we have it. We'll talk more about that in our interview of the week. We'll uh, tell you how that works. And for 300 bucks, that's a lot better for a lot of you to upgrade your air conditioner so you can use it than the other thing we're going to talk about in air conditioning, which is the most efficient, quietest air conditioner for an RV we have ever encountered. And we'll be talking about that in our question of the week. But that, in fact, it's so cool. It's called the quiet air conditioner that's you know i'm
0: having trouble talking about this and not getting it
1: i know you made me get the soft start rv and Mm -hmm. we, we we actually have some friends who have this air conditioner and we went out to their place uh in navarre florida uh the other day and we had them fire it up and it really is awesome but that's all coming up a little bit later on in the program right now it's time for our um Our uh, picture of the week. Are you ready for it this week? I am. This is something that I didn't even realize was a major deal. It is, uh, well, there's a whole name for it. It's called, uh, well, let me show you the photo. It's called, we call the photo sleeping on air, right? And this is a photo from the Italian Alps of people who are sleeping on uh, what's called a slack line. They attach hammocks to a slack line hundreds of feet and they sleep on it. This is a big deal. Uh, there's a festival they do every year in the Italian Alps coming up just a couple of weeks. Uh, how'd you like to spend a night sleeping on a hammock on a slack line over a canyon? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Are people
0: above you? How does it? No, you, you know, stack the slack out? line,
1: well, if you look in the picture, and for those of you watching this uh, podcast, on YouTube, on our YouTube RV Lifestyle channel. You can see, we'll run a picture. Um, in the show notes, which we'll put at rvlifestyle.com, we'll put a link to uh, some videos and stuff that we've we've seen at. But it's basically a slack line. Uh, and a lot of people understand that slack line runs real tight between, it's like a tight rope, only it's a little wider, and it's got some bounce in it. You can you can jump around, but they attach hammocks to it and sleep on it. and. I just didn't realize there were that many crazy people in the world. <laughs> I mean, rock climbing is crazy enough for me. But I can kind of see that. But sleeping on a hammock on a slack line.
0: Well, they live in the Alps.
1: I guess Pipe so. It doesn't bother them. Anyway, it's, it's pretty cool. And this um, other photo we want to show you, we saw this the other day at the Destin Dog Park. And again, we'll put the photos in the video. And um, if you go to rvlifestyle.com uh you'll see in the uh, our podcast will be up as well and in the show notes we'll link to to this information but this was really good particularly those of you who have pets uh and uh, are walking your pet in hot weather on asphalt
0: yeah you just don't realize how hot asphalt is uh it's a warning for pet owners about how hot asphalt can get and we, the sign that we uh, found said that when air temperature is 77 asphalt in the sun can reach 125 degrees and 60 seconds of that can cause severe burns and skin destruction on your uh, pet's paws. When the air temperature is 86, asphalt is 135 degrees. And when 87, 143 degrees.
1: So the bottom line is, if it is too hot for you to walk on barefoot, on bare feet, it is too hot for your pet. And, uh... You know, just, uh, what I've gotten in the habit of doing now is uh, we, we take Beau for a walk uh, and he has to walk across some al- asphalt and I will put my hand down on the asphalt and I'll see how hot it is. And I got to say, up until I saw that sign, I didn't realize how bad it was. And I wondered because he would kind of like to trot <laughs> on there, you know. So, Poor guy. Uh, I'm glad somebody put that sign up at the Destin, Florida dog park and it's, uh, it's well worth seeing. All right, when we come back uh, after the break, RV news of the week, and uh, we've got some news about the upcoming Hershey RV show. We're going to talk to the executive director of that show, and lots of RV news coming up as the RV podcast continues. Stay with us. You're now looking at one of the most amazing solutions we've found for helping find great campsites. Just like Google Street View, but for campgrounds. We can now go and virtually tour campgrounds across the country thanks to campgroundviews.com. They are directly integrated with recreation.gov and allow you to pick your dates and click on and pick sites that are available. You can then reserve your site directly from recreation.gov with confidence that the site is just what you want it to be. It's a game changer for all of us campers seeking great camping sites. I've been finding amazing camping sites all across the country using this tool, and it's live right now for members to use. Go to campgroundviews.com, get access to the solution, and watch and experience as they bring hundreds more of these locations online for us to tour. This is revolutionary technology at your fingertips right now. Go to campgroundviews.com, check out the brand new Campground Virtual Tours, and finally, look where you're going. All RVers need specialized emergency transportation coverage to cover air and ground ambulances, return to home services, and vehicle return. You only have a 68% chance that those services will be completely covered by your major medical. The sad reality is that a lot of people believe they have that coverage, but it turns out most carriers that claim to cover air ambulances only cover you for a hospital-to-hospital transfer and offer no coverage to get you to the initial hospital in the first place. The truth is 68% of air ambulances are hospital-to-hospital. Here's a map of all the places in the U.S., That getting to the hospital in the golden hour is not possible without an air ambulance. With an average cost of $52,481 for an air ambulance, why would you take the risk? Go to peaceofmindforrvs.com today and take a look at the true emergency transportation coverage they offer that covers it all. The coverage can save your life and your life savings. Check it out, peaceofmindforrvs.com Jennifer and I are members and we urge you to consider it too. Peace of mind for RVs.com.
0: Welcome back everybody to this part of the program which is the RV News of the Week and the weather certainly is in the news now.
1: We mentioned it at the top of the program and if you could see out our window right now you would see nothing but blowing rain and wind and you might hear kind of a little rattling noise in the background as we're recording this podcast. That is the wind rattling who knows what. Uh, So we're still uh, feeling the effects of Hurricane uh, Ida, which struck the Louisiana coast. Catastrophic damage there, of course, flooding. We're not seeing any of that. Just a nasty day. But uh, it it reminds you how how those storms can really come up. And then meanwhile,
0: out west, seven states, because of wildfires, have... uh Smoke problems with their air. Their air quality is affected.
1: Yeah, uh, Minnesota now has is added to the states that are experiencing wildfires. Uh, most of the other states have been in the in the West, California, the Pacific Northwest. Uh, some in uh, in uh, Utah, but these fires have been really bad. Air quality alerts throughout the West still from smoke, which has been in the air, I think, pretty much most of the summer, since yeah. certainly since the Fourth of July. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's crazy. Wildfires everywhere.
0: And that affects the National Forest Campgrounds.
1: Yeah, a lot of them closed. Some of them closed temporarily. Uh, again, we say this every week, but check local weather conditions uh, each day. Don't just check them casually. Uh, you know, just like an airplane pilot before they take off, uh, make sure they know the the weather on route. You should do the same thing as you travel. If you uh, search weather on our travel blog rvlifestyle.com, uh, we've got an, I mean dozens of apps. Everything that'll show you from where to find wildfires to uh, what the weather will be like at each stop on your route get in the habit of checking the weather as you drive uh, so you know what you're getting into, right?
0: Now, this next story, this affects an area that is near and dear to my heart, Yellowstone. I love Yellowstone. I want everybody to go there.
1: Yeah, this but, one is about what they call the, the volunteers and, and the rangers, if you can get them to take their Smokey the Bear hats off and talk candidly. Uh, these are the type of tourists they call tourons, uh, tourist morons. Well, uh, they have caught one of them. It's so a woman from
0: Connecticut. Uh, she walked off the trail, off the path, and she walked on a delicate thermal area, Yellowstone.
1: She was sentenced uh, seven days in jail and ordered to pay a $2,000 fine. And she can't come back
0: to Yellowstone for two years.
1: Now, she. Uh, this was at one of those delicate thermal areas near Norris Geyser, and if you've been there... You know, it's very clearly marked, uh, don't walk there. And why she did, why she got off the boardwalk and did that, who knows? Um, I mean, there's lots of signs that make it really clear.
0: And you'd think she'd have some fear of getting scalded or falling through. I mean, there's no respect for ruining something that's irreplaceable.
1: I remember doing a story once, uh, some years back, about how many people have died over the years in Yellowstone by walking on these thermal areas. I mean, they're scalded to death immediately. Uh, and if she was, if she had broken too, she
0: would have gotten badly burned at least at or least. she could have
1: died. So just as a, an example to this Turon from Connecticut, uh, mm-hmm. seven days in jail, a $2,000 fine. And uh, what do you want to bet before the year's over, somebody else will get caught doing the same mm-hmm. stupid thing. But uh, uh, they do take this very seriously and they're, they're cracking down.
0: And uh, Labor Day, you know, that's the traditional end of summer.
1: It's coming right up.
0: Yeah. And uh, traffic is going to be up. Americans are taken to the road, but they're saying not as many taken to the road as last year.
1: I saw an estimate of almost 43 million Americans expected to take a road trip this uh, coming weekend, this Labor Day weekend. uh, This episode being released on September 1st, 2021. Uh, And 43 million is a slight drop from... Uh, from last year
0: and they're thinking that maybe there's a slight drop because of uh, covid that variant out there yeah the
1: delta variant that that
0: people are just a little bit worried to go out
1: yeah so uh, that might might be an effect Uh, then uh, there's another reason that a lot of people are scratching their heads as they travel and that has to do with the price for fuel at the pump this is the highest it's been in how long long time Uh, I think I think since 2014 Wow yeah so um, prices are just going up everywhere Yeah. So Uh, people
0: can't afford
1: so but it is Labor Day weekend and uh, for those of you who watch our Sunday night our normal Sunday night ask us anything show that we simulcast on YouTube and on Facebook we're gonna take Sunday night off so no ask us anything this coming uh, Labor Day weekend Sunday Uh, so uh, wherever you are we hope that you're getting in another camping trip But uh, give it, uh, give it the best. We're going to be out there driving with those that are driving. Yeah, we'll be on the road. We're going to be on the road. We're leaving Florida on uh, Friday and going to probably do a little, take our time getting back. But we expect we still be driving Sunday someplace. And next,
0: we've got a first.
1: Yeah, yeah, not a not a pleasant first. Not a good
0: first. In Maine, there's a private campground that they want proof that you have been vaccinated before you can come, before you can come visit, before you can stay, you have to wear a mask inside their buildings. And this is the first...
1: It's uh, Sagadahoc Bay. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Sagadahoc Bay Campground. It's near Georgetown in May. And these guys, they have said that anybody who wants to camp or anybody that wants to come and visit their facility just to visit it must provide proof of full vaccination just to get in the campground that's crazy uh plus masks
0: yeah the mask
1: in all the privately owned campground buildings
0: and we're hoping that that's not the first of a whole bunch of people doing that we hope that that doesn't catch on i hope you know they would think that people would have some common sense
1: but you know like everything else uh people are split on it the owners got a lot of pushback a lot of criticism but then they got a lot of people who have praised them for this uh uh, they the owners for their part they're sticking to their beliefs they believe that everybody needs a vaccine and they see this as as doing their part Um, what will be interesting to see is uh, if other campgrounds issue similar requirements and the biggest uh thing that i've been most curious about is one of the reasons we called up the folks at the hershey rv show is to ask, what's your mask policy? we got that coming uh, in just a second. We'll play that interview. But uh, uh, one more story, and this has to do with those of you who are gonna be out in Colorado this, uh, this coming uh, week.
0: Colorado's Avalanche Campground in the uh, White River National Forest, north of Redstone, is closed through Labor Day because of bear activity.
1: You know, it seems like we were just saying, the bear are waking up and they're getting hungry in the spring. Well, now they're starting to get active. Their cubs are moving around more, and they're all eating as fast as they can, because what and comes next? And for some next? reason,
0: well, they're having problems finding food, maybe because of forest fires. Or- forest
1: fires, drought. Uh, but what happened is a bear uh, got in the campground, destroyed a tent, and uh, it, it, there's been people in that campground, and it's been very active in the campground while people are there. Nobody's been hurt, but um, probably because bears have been having some trouble finding food, uh, making them more likely to come near humans, the folks figure, oh, let's just close this campground, this bear won't find anything, and it will move on. So hopefully that's hopefully what Hopefully that's, will that's what will happen. Yep. All right the hershey rv show september 15th to the 19th just a little over two weeks away as we release this episode and it is on it was canceled last year Woohoo! and a lot of people hershey's a big show they call it america's largest rv show and they've got a good case to make for it folks at tampa sometimes will argue with them uh everybody has their own opinion but it certainly is a huge show and it's even uh, bigger this year than we thought it would be there have been a number of manufacturers some dealers who have pulled out of the show because they don't have any inventory to show and you can understand that uh you know they that would be frustrating uh others like leisure travel van were to order a new uh leisure travel van right now uh, depending on what model but can be as long as two years they felt it would just not be fair to their customers to build uh, units only for a show that they what limited capacity they have because of the parts shortage should be uh, concentrated on building RVs that go to real customers who have been waiting so I understand that but there's a lot of people who have inventory and uh, I'm pretty excited about the show we're gonna be there Yes, we are. I'm looking forward to it. But we, uh, we talked uh, just a, a little bit before we recorded this uh, uh, video with uh, Heather Leach. And Heather is the executive director of the Pennsylvania RV and Camping Association. They're the sponsors and the organizers of the show. Heather's a pro, been running the Hershey Show for years. And uh, we got her on our uh, special uh, interview line and uh, got a chance to talk with her a little bit about what to expect. The Hershey RV Show. It's on. Well, joining us right now from Pennsylvania is Heather Leach. She's the executive director of the Pennsylvania RV Dealers and Camping Association. I never can quite get that acronym right. But hi, Heather. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? America's biggest RV show it's on tell us uh the dates again and uh a little bit about uh this show uh, after that uh, terrible disappointment last year of having to cancel
3: sure this year the show is from september 15th through the 19th um we're very excited to be back hosting it again this year um we have around 1200 units that are going to be um one display at the show for everyone to come out and see we have a great lineup of education events, um, hourly seminars. You know, everything for people that are new to RVing. You know, to the experienced RVer. We have a couple of new manufacturers um, on display this year. Uh, it's. I think it's going to shape up to a really great event.
1: What about uh, masks? What's the policy on masks?
3: So right now, masks are um, highly encouraged inside the giant center, um, from the facility, uh, there's nothing is required. Um, so we would encourage you to wear them when you're inside. But obviously, we're not, you know, there, there's no real any enforcement of making everybody wear a mask. Um, and, you know, we just encourage everybody to try and, you know, socially distance as much as possible and, and really be respectful to, to everyone that's coming into the show.
1: What are some of the highlights that people should look for besides the educational stuff, the 1200 RVs, anything new this year that uh, that folks...
3: We are selling tickets online this year, so I would encourage everybody to buy their tickets um, online. We are um, we have kind of done away with any cash sales, so I would encourage everybody to check out largestrvshow.com when they can purchase their tickets there.
1: We'll put a link in the show notes and we'll even put it underneath your name here. Oh, perfect.
3: And we do have a couple new manufacturers that haven't been at the show before. We have a Alliance RV, um, road Trek is returning. They haven't been there in a couple years. Um, you know, we have some really great, um, um, booth vendors that are coming back. We have the uh, flipping nomad who has a, a great following. Um, she'll be there. Um, so I you know, I, I think it's a lot of um you'll see a lot of familiar faces as well, which is always great. And our our booth vendors, um, you know, at this point we're we're sold out. So you'll see some new faces there, um, as long as as long along with some returning people. Um but uh yeah, I mean I, I just think, you know, the the highlight obviously is just seeing so many manufacturers in one place to kind of shop and compare. And see what everybody you know has to offer for the year
1: we've heard so much from uh, different uh, parts of the industry that have talked about there's no inventory there's just not enough units to show and i know a couple of manufacturers have said that they won't exhibit because they don't have anything but you've got 1200 rvs there so somebody's got
3: inventory yeah you know i think we're very blessed in that a lot of the manufacturers produce units specifically for the show so that that helps us, you know, in a sense, but I mean, yes, obviously there's, there are definitely um, some obstacles, I would say this, this year for some of the manufacturers, especially um, with supply and, um, and that kind of thing. But, you know, I, I just can't say enough about the, everyone that has kind of stepped up and, you know, continue to support the show and realize the importance of of such an event so I think we're really blessed in that way.
1: One last question people always ask this can people actually buy at the show?
3: Yes you can buy at the show now obviously you can't you can't take a unit and drive away <laughs> with it you know so there's always you know you obviously want to do your uh inspections and all that kind of stuff before anyone you know takes ownership of a unit and the titling and all that kind of stuff but but yes that that is always you're always able to. Um, Buy at the show,
1: right? It, and the reason you can't drive it is because it's in the display. There's hundreds and hundreds of people all around. Another vehicle, yes, it, you can't get it out, so you got to wait until right. after the show. Heather Leach from the America's largest RV show. Thanks for being our guest. We'll see you in a few weeks.
3: All right, thank you.
1: So we thank Heather for spending some time with us. We hope to see you guys there. Uh, we I'm asking a bunch almost every other day. It seems I get an email. Will you? Where can we meet you guys and? you know it's it's always hard for us um we'll have to find a place If anybody has an idea let us know uh we can try and work out maybe a meeting on wednesday the the day the show opens or thursday uh we'll try and find a place and announce it next week if you have an idea let us know but uh most of the time we're going to be there working and so you will probably find us because we will be all over the show out and about out and about with our camera and by all means come and say hello if we're kind of filming something, taping something, or interviewing it, kind of just wait until we get down with it. But we'd love to say hi to everybody. And we'll try and find some time on uh, uh, Wednesday or Thursday to, uh, to meet and greet everybody. And uh, we look forward to meeting as many of you as possible. We always like Hershey. Mm-hmm. 1,200 RVs. There's going to be a lot to see. Mm-hmm. Yep. let hope we get good weather, right? Yes. All right. When we come back, the RV questions of the week. And we're going to talk about air conditioning. And we're going to talk in particular about finding one that's quiet. When we're on a road trip, we always seem to find a way to stop at a Camping World Center. There are over 225 Camping World locations across the country, and there's always one close by when we need parts and accessories for our RV or just Electrical accessories, must-have gadgets, check them all out. And again, don't forget, use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE10 when you visit CampingWorld.com. Have you had it with overbooked, overcrowded campgrounds? Then check out Harvest Hosts, where RVers can overnight for free at more than 2,400 wineries, farms, microbreweries, golf courses, and attractions. Harvest Host is a membership service for those with self-contained RVs looking for unique, beautiful, and peaceful overnight camping experiences across North America. When you become a member of Harvest Host, you can camp for free at all these places. Jennifer and I are Harvest Host members, and we've made so many great memories at Harvest Host locations. There's no charge for camping, and your Harvest Host membership fee is easily made up with just a couple of stays. Plus, you have awesome places to stay. If you use our special affiliate link of rvlifestyle.com slash hh, you'll automatically get 15% off the cost of your membership. That's 15% off, but you must use the special link, rvlifestyle.com slash hh.
0: Welcome back, everybody. And now it's time for the RV question of the week.
1: Well, who is it from this week? It's from
0: Don from Peoria, Illinois. And? And Don asks, hi, Mike and Jennifer, Help. (laughs) There has to be a quieter air conditioner than the Dometic unit we have. It is impossible to sleep at night with it running. And it is impossible to sleep at night without it because it's too darn hot. (laughs) Tell me there is something better and then point me to it. Thank you. We got good news Don.
1: There is something better and we'll point you to it. We'll actually show you it. Uh, We've seen this air conditioner we're going to tell you about twice. Uh, once at an RV factory and once with our friends uh, who have it. And our friends are, are uh, Kathy and Les Chantel. They live in Navarre, Florida, not too far from us here in the Emerald Coast. And So we uh, called them up and we said, Hey, we got somebody who wants to know about your air conditioner. And they were gracious on a very hot day. I think it was like 92 or something. It that was day. hot and humid. And uh, we want to get a demonstration of it. Uh, the air conditioner uh, is made by a company called Houghton. H-O-U-G-H-T-O-N, and uh, it is sold uh, as an uh, upfitter uh, by uh, Advanced RV in Willoughby, Ohio. They make uh, Class B vans custom, high-end, very expensive vans, but they also uh, will install these air conditioners on just about any kind of an RV that there is, and from a road trek to a leisure travel van to uh, a pleasure way. And that's what our friends Les and Kathy have. So we went out.
0: And uh, like I say, they were gracious enough to turn it on. And we really liked it. And you shot some video because we wanted to share it.
1: So uh, thanks to Les and Kathy. Let's go in there. They, what's the name of their RV? They, ha- they have a name for it. They call her... Snow White. Snow White. And it's a nice little pleasure way, Class B RV. And uh, we visited with them at their home in Navarre on, in the driveway. And here's what that air conditioner is like.
4: hey, come on in and see this air conditioner, Mike.
1: So in your old air conditioner that came with this unit,
4: what what was that like when you turned the air on? Well, it would come on and then all of a sudden it was loud. It was like if you were talking normal, now you need to speak a lot louder so you could hear each other. So it was uh, a tremendous difference in the, in the, that. So and it was such that if you had it on during the middle of the night, you may it may wake you up when it cycled back on.
1: And this is, I mean, it's hard to believe. This is on high right now.
4: Yes. Wow. And now, now I hear there the compressor. the compressor just kicked in. Okay, here's
1: the compressor starting up. A little bit of a hum, but that's about all it is. That's a, actually a very pleasant noise compared to most air conditioners. So it's pretty expensive
4: these things, right? Yes, but it's one of those things. If you have a, if you've got an RV, uh, some things that doesn't matter what it costs, you know, and
1: you're willing to pay
4: for for the comfort
1: and comfort it is and yeah. quiet yes i mean it's really quiet yeah and that's on high that's on high and the temperature the real field temperature outside here in florida is probably over 100 right now it's 93 degrees temperature right. so with the humidity it's yes. pretty pretty tough out there Yeah. and here it is 70 degrees in here nice and cool yeah
4: Another feature is uh, with the soft start that's built into it. We can plug in if we're, if we're staying at friends' driveway or whatever. We can just we can just plug into an outlet there, and we've never had any trouble with tripping. Uh, tripping the circuits or anything and uh, that's you know that's not a 30 amp circuit that's just your standard outlet that you've got outside the house. 20 amp house maybe, outlet? Yeah maybe even 15 but a, a 20 amp at the most.
1: And it works You so you don't have to run your generator to run the air you just need that little household circuit that's great for mooch stacking in yes. these days so yeah. yeah that's a great plus on it right there. So if you're looking for the name of that air conditioner, again, it's made by a company called Houghton, but it's marketed by Advanced RV as the Quiet RV Air Conditioner. That's the name they call it. And uh, it is not ducted. Uh, and if you have a heat pump on your existing air conditioner, uh, Mike the the guy at Advanced RV, the head of our, Advanced RV, says it's not going to work with the heat pump. We never recommend anybody use the heat pump with your air conditioner anyway. Uh, But this one, um, you don't want the heat heat pump option, they'll they'll bypass that, but it is really a neat air conditioner. Uh, And the reason why, let me just read from their descriptions, uh, that it's constructed with more compressor mount isolation. So there's not the noise of it moving around in there. It is all metal. The fans are balanced. Uh, and there's this design balance between the compressor and the evaporator and the condenser components that make it very easy to operate. Um, they have several different modes and speeds, and uh, the neat thing is, is it can be retrofitted.
0: Yes, it can be retrofitted to fit an A, a B, B plus, B+, a C.
1: Yep, uh, they've done uh, retrofits on Airstreams, Roadtrek, Pleasureway, Heimer leisure travel uh winnebago uh, and even up to the big prevost uh class a vans so uh it's called the quiet uh R- the quiet rv air conditioner and we'll put a link in the show notes uh you can you can find it uh at um uh upfitterresource.com upfittersresource.com we'll put the link below in the description and you can uh, you can go there and check it out now it's expensive. The unit cost, if you just to buy it, about twenty five hundred, I think. But by the time you install it, depending on what, it, it can go thirty five hundred, maybe, to get this thing installed. Maybe even a little bit more.
0: I'm really disappointed. I don't see any way possible for us to get that installed before Hershey.
1: Well, this, I don't oh. know. Hey, maybe maybe we get. Maybe we'll call Mike and say, Hey, Mike, what if we went to Hershey a day or two early? Because it's going to be hot in Hershey. It's going to be hot in Hershey. And yeah, we would have that. In fact, we could even use that, take it out in the parking lot. It, it is so quiet that, uh, well, you heard it in the video that we just showed you. It's it's pretty neat. But it's pretty expensive, too. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk more about air conditioners when uh, we, uh, we go to our interview of the week time. And we're going to then talk about that soft start RV. For those of you who think that that's just too much money to replace your air conditioner. But if you want to, Find an easy hack to allow you to use your air conditioner so you can plug in to a 20-volt supply like at a house or in somebody's garage when you're mooch docking. This soft start RV really works. We're going to explain some of the technical details with an expert on how that works. That's the one that we're giving away three of them from our sweepstakes. So we'll tell you more about that too. Uh, That's coming up in just a couple of minutes here on our interview of the week. We want to also remind you that if you have a question that you would like us to answer, uh, the best way to do that is to use your smartphone and to record yourself in selfie mode do video and just record yourself asking us a question and then email us that question to mike and jen at rvlifestyle.com. Mike and Jen at rvlifestyle.com and we will then be able to uh, run your your questions uh, you know, through uh, to our next podcast and answer your questions as well.
0: Please, so, please, please do that. We'd love to have you do that.
1: Yeah, it's fun for us to actually see you. And uh, we've had a couple of them uh, that will, will shoot it out in front of their RV or when they're doing stuff in the campground. And it's just fun to see all that. So please send us those questions. We'd love to answer them. we love to... And if you have a comment you, you, or if you want to add anything you've heard us say, by all means, uh, again, uh, just let us know. All right, we come back. The interview of the week and a hack to make your air conditioner run on less of a power drain. Tired of overcrowded campgrounds? Competing for reservations? Paying high fees for sites? Well, ownership is an emerging trend in RVing that might be right for you. Jennifer and I visited The Landings, a lakefront community just west of Nashville, Tennessee, that offers incredible lakefront RV properties up to 70 times the size of typical RV lots with frontage on the biggest lake in Tennessee. We loved it. The scenery is breathtaking and you own it outright. Not a timeshare, your property, your way. You can have your own private dock, you can landscape, garden, They're pet-friendly, it's gated and secure with high-speed internet. There's even free RV and boat storage. A wonderful place to make your home base. No more calling around for reservations. It's ready whenever you want. Dockable lakefronts starting at only $59,900. There's financing and big discounts on multi-lot packages. For information, visit rvlakes.com. That's rvlakes.com. When we're asked, what's the most important modification we made to our RV? It's an easy answer. Battle Batteries. Battle Batteries are quality, safe, reliable lithium batteries that allow us to stay out there off the grid longer. Lithium batteries charge faster. They charge fuller. They're longer lasting. They're maintenance free. And Battle Batteries are protected by a 10-year guarantee. Now, in our case, they just dropped into the existing AGM batteries that we have, and they'll probably be the same on your rig too. Battleborne Battery Experts can get those in your rig just like they did with ours. They can also match you up with the right cabling, the inverter, the charger, the solar controller, everything. Jennifer and I swear by our Battleborne batteries. They allow us to boondock off the grid. Check them out. Go to rvlifestyle.com/slash-lithium rvlifestyle.com slash lithium.
0: Welcome back to our RV interview of the week about this soft start device that makes it so you can mooch dock mm. at your kids, at a friend's, at a stranger's I suppose if they didn't know you'd get out of there quick enough in the morning. But it's just this great thing and Mike, how does it
1: work? Well, it's technical and, and if most of you know I don't do real well with a super technical topics so I always try and find an expert to help us with it but in general, this device, this soft start RV uh, works by uh, lowering the spike of energy that when you start up your RV air conditioner that it draws. You need at least 30 amps or uh, 50 amps to, to mo- work on most motorhomes and most RVs, most trailers. So this smooths that out and makes it start and run with less power. Which means if you're going to mooch stock like we like to do. You can just run an extension cord out to your uh, friend or family members uh, you know receptacle in their garage or into their house or wherever and run your rv air conditioner while you're in the driveway it is a great thing but um, to find out uh, i called uh, up a friend of ours named mike sokol mike is an engineer who specializes in all things electrical involving the rv he's got a lab in maryland in which he tests out all these things And actually, it was Mike who first told us about Soft Start RV. So uh, we called him the other day and he says, Mike, can you give us some of the technical details? It might be a little too technical, but uh, I think Mike will at least explain why this is such a game changer and um, why you want to enter that contest and win three of them. Uh, You know, one of three. You can't win all three. (laughs) Three people will each win one. (laughs) But here's Mike Sokol, our interview of the week. We're talking today about Soft Start RV. And uh, we've talked before about this. It's a product that, particularly in these days of more and more people discovering and resorting to mooch docking, I think is even more important. Uh, I've tried in my layman terms to explain how Soft Start RV works, but uh, you can do such a better job. So, For the benefit of my audience who is wondering what I'm saying, maybe you could help me. Why is this such a great product for people, particularly who are mooch stocking?
2: Well, I did a couple of my own lab experiments last year. So um, I'm a big believer in trying stuff myself. Uh, So I actually built uh, something called a high-rate data logger uh, for hurdle H-R-D-L. And I was able to look at this down at the minutiae down at a granular level so I could see what it does. And so I know exactly what it does now. So normally when your air conditioner compressor starts up, it tries to do this big quick peak surge current of 50 or more amperes. And it's only very, very short, about 150 milliseconds. So, you know, eighth of a second, 10th of a second kind of a thing. Normally it may be drawing 14 amps when it's running, but that 50 amp peak is enough to trip off a generator it can trip off a 20-amp uh, breaker that you're on. Um, it just wreaks havoc. And this has been around for a long time because that's basically how single-phase motors have worked for going on 100 years. Um, the, the, what they do with soft start RV is they chop the circuit um, current up in the starting capacitor. Now, a lot of people think that the starting capacitor holds a charge and it goes ahead and it boosts the thing. But that's not, exact, that's not what it does at all. It actually has a secondary winding in there that kind of kickstarts this thing, um, and so what it does is the soft start RV kind of it's kind of like letting out the clutch slowly on your engine on a gasoline engine. Remember stick shifts and all that. Instead yeah, of just dropping yeah, the clutch yeah. and the thing going hammer, what it does is it lets it out. Now it doesn't take very long. It only takes maybe um, a third of a second. You know, or so, something like that, instead of a sixth of a second. So it's like 300 milliseconds, you know, a third ish of a second kind of a thing. And it does, it. it and so it only draws a maximum of, say, 24 amperes during the startup for just a little bit longer. So what it does is it's the same amount of energy to get it started. But what it does is it eliminates that big thunk that you normally hear when the pre- compressor kicks in, which is one side benefit of it. But Now, instead of your generator having this massive amount of current that it has to supply for a sixth of a second, it supplies half the amount of current for one third of a second. How do you like that?
1: Uh, To make it even simpler, what does this mean in terms of what I have to plug into in my RV to run my air conditioner when I'm not at a campground and I don't have 30 amp or 50 amp service? I've run
2: my units very successfully off of a 2000 or a 2200 watt um, Honda inverter generator. And normally it struggles, especially the 2000, it struggles to start a 13.5 K, uh, Col- uh, not a Coleman, a, um, a Dometic penguin II. Um, But it starts it beautifully with that. So what that means is I can now plug into and start it off of a generator or I can plug it into a 15 to 20 amp receptacle with the 20 amp breaker. I always recommend that. Um, And I've started them hundreds of times.
1: What's involved in hooking this up? Is this something that most people can do?
2: The most dangerous part of this is being up on the roof. That really is it. You want to be very, very careful with this. Make sure that everything is completely unplugged. You know, your generator's unplugged. Your inverter's unplugged. Yep. You just make sure everything's unplugged. Um, they've come up with a new spliceless connection setup that's really pretty slick. Um, it shouldn't take you, know, the biggest, it takes you about as long to get the cover off and put it back on as to hook it up. Um, and they've done really, really well at getting a set of plans for just about every air conditioner that's out there. And if if, if they don't have it on their site, all you got to do is tell them what you've got. They will go figure it out for you. And um, does yep. this
1: do anything to the normally? Does it do anything to the warranty on the RV or anything like that that you, you have to worry about? No.
2: Well, what they, some of the manufacturers now right. have said that they won't work on it if you leave the um, the soft start RV installed. So basically all you have to do is just pop the wires off the, and, and put it back to stock. Um, so ag- again, I think that they're working on trying to get these guys to certify this as a warranty install. But of course, in order to do that, you'd want to have somebody that was you know a certified RV technician to do it. Um, put it in. it's not and to put it, not it in. Done. I mean, that would be the thing. Um, but again, this is, this is a 15 minute, 20 minute job. Really. Uh, if you don't know what you're doing, it's probably 30 to 45 minutes, but anybody that's used to just crimping on a few wire terminals. Um, and, and I say that sure. with a lot of liaise affair <laughs> because I've been now, doing it since I've been this
1: big. I, here's another question I've I've gotten from, from people on this and, uh, it has to do is, uh, so I have a, it says I have a 15,000 BTU uh, air conditioner. I want to put soft start RV on. Can I run anything else off that 20 amp household circuit when I'm running the air conditioner?
2: Small things, but you're not going to be happy trying to do that. And let's say a convection microwave at the same time. Um, I just did an article um, basically, you know, what about all, all this power hungry RV stuff? Um, some, okay, so little things can draw a lot of power and big things can draw not much power. So even a huge television set in your RV maybe draws 100 watts or uh, less than one amper of power. But your hair dryer, guess what? That little hair dryer, it can draw 15 amperes or more. It can, take, it can be pretty close to the maximum amount. So it there's, all depends. Another, I always say that if you're on a 20 amp circuit, one hung, power-hungry thing at a time.
1: What uh, this is? Another, what about running my refrigerator on electricity while I'm running my air conditioner? Depends which kind of
2: refrigerator you have. So you got to remember now. A um, you know, refrigerators come in all classes and sizes. I've been doing experiments with um, 12 volt DC. Uh, you know Danfoss compressor refrigerators, and they they're fabulous. They don't require any 120 volt at all, and they'll just run right off the battery. Um, modern refrigerators will draw something on the order of four or five amperes, but they've got a big startup current too. So Sal, now some of the modern, some of the most modern ones have what we call these DC inverter compressors built in the refrigerators. You may be able to get, if you're on a 20 amp circuit and you are running a 13.5, you could probably run your refrigerator at the same time without any issues. What you will not be able to do is leave your water heater electric on because that thing by itself will draw 13, 14 amp, maybe, maybe, well, 11 or 12 amperes. So, or if you've, yeah, go ahead.
1: But bottom line, if you're going to be parked in a driveway and you want to run the AC all night, um, run just the AC and try and keep everything else to a minimum.
2: Right. You, you can do your TV set. You can do all your lighting. Your lights work fine. Your TV set works fine. And, but t- don't be trying to run your, um don't be trying to run your microwave at yeah. the same time or, or, and make sure you, everybody does this. Make sure you turn off the electric boost, the electric heat in your water heater. Just run off a, run that off a of propane. Yep. Yeah.
1: Well, Mike, uh, thank you for helping me understand. This really is a pretty cool product. It really, uh, it really works. You have done all of the tests. Last question is it has to do with those who are out boondocking and maybe they've got some some lithium batteries and some solar power, uh, and they want to know uh, how will this help me when I'm off the grid.
2: Well, you know, I've been doing a number of experiments. I've got a a hybrid 2,000-watt inverter that I'm successfully able to start and run a 13.5K Dometic Penguin 2 off of that, you know, with a a soft start RV, but it will not start it at all. So it's kind of right on the edge with a 2,000-watt inverter. Um, I do have another one with a 3,000-watt inverter, and I've got 400 amp hours of lithium in it. And I have an um, 11.5K Coleman air conditioner with a soft start on it. And it will start and run the air conditioner for four hours off of the battery.
1: So really, four so hours. Uh, so you're so you're, the, the you want a bigger inverter. If and when people are shopping for inverter, this is another reason why you may want to go for at least. A 3, I would go meter.
2: for three k. It's just right on the edge. Inverters are very very sensitive to this.
1: We'll send everybody over to your site, but why don't you tell them they were all they want to write it right now. How can they uh, they read all of this? Well, stuff you, uh, the
2: easy and everything that I do is over on rvtravel.com. So if you go into rvtravel.com, you go in the search thing and you just put in RV electric. Electricity is one word. Or you put in my name Sokol S O K O L, you will see hundreds and hundreds of articles that I've written about. Or you can just go in there and put air conditioner if you want, and you will see dozens of air of articles I've written about air conditioners. Or you can look up generators, or you could look up almost anything. So I have, um, I last count six or seven articles, six or seven hundred articles over on just RV
1: travel alone. All right, Mike. One one sentence description: Soft serve RV game changer. How do how would you describe this uh, this thing for for RV? I,
2: I think it's a real game changer for boondocking and mooch docking. I I think it's a great technology that brings air conditioner compressors into this into the current century.
1: That's right. Well, Mike, thank you for spending time with us. Great info. And I'm glad I got one in mind. We're uh, going to be doing some mooch stocking this weekend at a son's driveway. And I get to stay right in, in our RV with all of our stuff. I don't have to uh, go inside for the air conditioner because my <laughs> air conditioner will run with my soft start <laughs> RV. Appreciate okay, your time Mike. again, Mike. You're very welcome. Thank you. All right. I hope you followed that with Mike. Mike, as you can see, is a big booster of the soft start RV. We have installed it and it indeed does work. I'm pran- planning to do an actual video on it uh, and we'll, we'll show you us using it in, uh, in, a, in a future video that we'll be having. But it's pretty cool.
0: And I think this is a good time to explain what type of
1: extension cord you can use. Oh, that's a good point. There are different sizes of extension cords. The one that most people have is that, uh, that orange one, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there are green. Uh, and it's usually a 14 gauge, and um, you know it's it's maybe I don't know maybe the Not size that thick. maybe the size of like a a pen about that width. Uh, and you really should have at least a 12 gauge extension wire, which is about almost twice as thick as the pen. Uh, I have one. Uh, you can get a 10 gauge. Those things are really, really thick and, thick and, and, bulky, and heavy. bulky and heavy. Take up
0: a lot of room. I mean, they're
1: more efficient, but uh, but we find that the 12-gauge works great with ours, and we haven't had any problems at all with it. Uh, I think we got to
0: say, too, that make sure you get the right length, that you shouldn't connect.
1: Yeah, you shouldn't have 200 feet run. Yeah, just
0: like with anything
1: else. 50 feet or less is, is the option. Because the longer the extension cord run, the less efficient it is. And again, if uh, we're giving away three of them in this month's sweepstakes, just go to rvlifestyle.com sweepstakes. Uh, and you can uh, enter as many times as you want. We'll announce them all uh, in a couple of weeks on our Ask Us Anything show. We'll tell you about it here, too.
0: And they only get one because you can't have three. I mean, yeah. you can't sell, resell them and get some gas money.
1: They're worth 300 bucks. And if you just want to buy one, uh, I think we have a link on the sweepstakes page to uh, a, a special link that we have, uh, rvlifestyle.com slash and you can get 30 bucks off that, so you can get it for 269, I think, instead of 300. So that's a pretty good deal. Uh, so anyway, you can check that all out. Because enter the sweepstakes, because you could, could could win one for free. Three of them were given away. RVlifestyle.com/sweepstakes. All right. Uh, when we come back, time for our hidden campground gem of the week with our friend Mark Cap of CampgroundViews.com. Mm-hmm. If you've visited an RV park lately, surely, besides all the RVs, you've seen these e-bikes. Jennifer and I are proud e-bike owners, and the e-bike that we chose are Rad Power Bikes. America's number one e-bike brand, offering direct-to-consumer pricing on powerful premium electric bikes. Jen and I love our Rad Power Bikes. We use them to go around the campground, to explore the area we're in, I have the city bike version, hers is the step-through model, and those are just two of a whole bunch of different models offered by Rad Power Bikes. All of them can reach 20 miles an hour with zero pedaling. But of course, you can also pedal, and you've got five different levels of pedal assist to make the going just a little bit easier. And fun. You can go between 20 to 40 miles on a single charge. Now, here's the deal. You can save $75 off if you use the coupon code RVLIFESTYLE at checkout. Plus, of course, free shipping. Fall is just around the corner, so it's time to start thinking about prepping for the off-season. And whether you own an RV, a travel trailer, or a camper, EmpireCovers.com is here to help you protect all your vehicles against Mother Nature. EmpireCovers.com offers high quality, affordable covers that are engineered to protect. Every cover comes with a free multi year warranty to guarantee that it remains durable over time. If you're not in need of a full cover, Empire has just launched a line of RV rooftop covers that keep the roof of your RV clean and protected from UV rays. Listeners can receive free shipping and 60% off the original price of their cover order. Visit EmpireCovers.com slash RVLifestyle or use the promo code RV60 at checkout. EmpireCovers.com. Protect what you love. Welcome back, everybody. Time for our Hidden Campground Gem of the Week from Mark Kepp of CampgroundViews.com.
0: And this week, Mark is going to take us to California to Cooper's Gulch. And it's a very remote
1: area. It is a really cool campground. Truly a hidden campground gem.
5: Thank you, Mike and Jen, and hello everybody. Today's episode of Hidden Gem Campgrounds, we're going to go back to the state of California. So a lot of of wildfires and a lot of issues going on in the state of California, and it's a good excuse to get away to some of the more remote and lesser known campgrounds. The one specifically we're going to look at today is called Cooper Gulch Campground, and this one's unique. It's up in the mountains above Redding. Uh, which is a very remote area so if you've ever been into this region a lot of winding roads better suited for some of the viewers who are in class b's or class C's, smaller smaller rvs or even a small class a but want to go tighter uh, this cooper gulch is a small campground it's only got about five sites but it's located straight on a reservoir so an absolutely beautiful location and the camping spots themselves are it's a paved road paved sites And as you can see from uh, this view of the campgrounds, there's some slope to some of these, but they've got a picnic table and fire ring. The driveways are plenty big for a Class B or a small Class C, so that's why I recommend those type of units. Not necessarily a good spot if you have a big trailer because the turnaround down here at the end goes around a little tree section here. And you'll notice that the campground itself is terraced down the hill, so the the RV sites are terraced. So if you've got a big rig, you're going to have some angle issues going on here the best site which is absolutely amazing is this site right here site number four this campground is reservable up until um... early september and then it's still open through october thirty first so it becomes a first serve uh... first come first serve campground it's a forest service campground located in shasta trinity national forest cooper gulch campground it is open it was closed due to fires in the area but it's back open now and available for booking if you are interested in staying in the area. So Cooper Gulch Campground, located in California in the Shasta Trinity National Forest, um, outside of Reading, it, one of our Hidden Gems of the Week. There will be a link in the description below to this campground so you can check it out for yourself. Remember to bring the fishing poles and the kayaks if you're heading up there. And this has been another Hidden Gem. Back to you, Mike and Jen.
1: All right, Mark Cup from campgroundviews.com. And the link to that campground is uh, in the description below. And for those of you who go to rvlifestyle.com, we'll also put it in the show notes for this episode. Uh, but it's uh, it's hard to believe that it's great looking campgrounds are available and that you can actually get in. Pretty know? exciting. Yeah, and it's just a beautiful campground. So thanks, Mark, for that. We look forward to seeing what you got for us next week. All right, we're gonna wrap up this with another tip. One of these uh, neat little things that we find as we travel around. And uh, you found a a really cool little tip to, to show people.
0: Yes. How many times do one of you want to go to bed and the other one wants to watch TV or read? Well, we've got a solution for that. Do you ever have problems with one person wanting to watch TV and the other person wanting to go to sleep in a small space? Well, here is the TV and here is a blackout curtain that you can pull and the problem is solved so your partner is sound asleep and you can watch tv without the light bothering that other person
1: that's pretty cool so it's just basically um, an extension rod a curtain rod mm-hmm. It runs from the back and about just enough room for that one person to get
0: and a blackout curtain
1: blacks out the tv
0: Blacks out that light so that if one person wants to sleep and the other person wants to watch TV or read, you can pull that curtain. And uh,
1: so, where do you get everybody's that, happy? Where do you get out get that blackout material? I guess that, uh, the
0: blackout material. All kinds of stores sell blackout drapes or blackout material.
1: Yeah. All right. That's our uh, tip of the week. Hey, if you have a tip you want us to share, why don't you take your smartphone, hold it this way because it gives us a wider picture, and do a selfie. And send it in to us, Mike and Jen at rvlifestyle.com. We'd love to feature your tip uh, in an upcoming episode of the podcast. And with that, episode 360 is in the proverbial can. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll be back next week. Don't forget the RV Lifestyle blog, rvlifestyle.com. New content every single day.
0: Happy trails.